I'm Den Carter. Oh, yeah, I'm not with Jeffrey Jenny. <laughs> and this is time for the Real and Raw Sports Podcast with a little twist. Little twist with this episode. Um, I'm by myself. Uh, work and kids' baseball games and stuff like that. Uh, we can't record and we haven't been able to get together and record a new episode yet. That's probably coming this weekend. But there was too big of a weekend of wrestling to just not make an episode, at least touch base on everything that happened this weekend for the people that do really enjoy wrestling, like myself and some of the other people that listen. So I said, to hell with it. I'm going to go ahead and jump on and just make something. Just This is wrestling only. So if you're not a wrestling fan, I mean, if you don't like wrestling, you're probably not going to want to listen. If you like wrestling, awesome. I'm going to tell you what I thought about this weekend, both pay-per-views. And, uh, I mean, I, it was a pretty good weekend. But it's just me. I'm just going to uh, jump on here by myself, talk about the weekend. Uh, our next episode, we'll get into the NBA Finals and all that other, all the other sports. This is just Din and wrestling. So, Saturday... WWE did their uh, Saudi Arabia event, Night of Champions. Really good pay-per-view. Really good, really good pay-per-view. Like, some of the matches I was not excited for whatsoever. But it's like WWE's just knocking it out of the park every time now. Uh, the show started off with Seth. Seth and AJ for the, for the new World Heavyweight Championship killer match i was everybody i think everybody wanted seth to win it kind of questioned it, it came into my mind if they was actually going to let him win now that he's starting to film a movie and but uh he said he's going to be on roll every week with this title after he did win them after he won the match which guess what if you didn't know seth won the match it was an outstanding match it really was i thought it would have been seth and aj two of the best in the in the business it was a killer match. Either way, they could have went with it. Seth or AJ, either one. Great champion. But uh, Seth won. So that was really good. Uh, Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch. Uh, I was not excited about that at all. I really thought that Becky, that I thought they would have Becky slaughter Trish. But apparently that's not the case. Uh, I think they might actually milk the, well, they're going to milk it out a little bit more. But uh, I, I think probably have one more, maybe Money in the Bank. Maybe stretch it to SummerSlam. But uh, Trish ended up beating Becky Lynch. Uh, NXT call-up Zoe Stark came from out from underneath the ring and uh, helped Trish cheat to win the match. Um, I was surprised. Like, Zoe Stark wasn't, like, a real huge name in NXT. And she got the call-up when they did the draft. But now if you have her in, inject her into this rivalry, kind of thinking maybe Zoe is going to get like a big time push. Like you throw Zoe in with fucking with the man. That's big. So maybe maybe we'll get Trish and Becky at money in the bank and then maybe after that maybe Becky will go after Zoe. Maybe we're going to get the maybe we're going to get Becky and Zoe at SummerSlam. God, that seems kind of big though for Zoe, but maybe she's on the fast track. 
couple squash matches, which we knew they would be. Gunther. Some people don't like Gunther. I love fucking Gunther and Imperium. He's badass, man. He's going to be the champion eventually. I just know it. He's, he's so good. But they had Gunther and Mustafa Ali. That was over in like eight minutes. Eight minutes. Eight. Less than ten minutes. That was over. It was a squash. As it should have been. But yeah, Gunther. Gunther destroyed him. Uh, another squash. Rhea. Mommy. Mommy uh, beating Natalia in a minute. It was like a minute and ten seconds. Was not very uh, exciting, but it shouldn't have been. I don't even understand why they had that. Why they had Natalia? Like they're just some of the times they're just throwing. Which I, I mean, I understand the Mustafa Ali thing, putting him there. They're in Saudi Arabia. Okay, get it. But I don't know why Natalia. Like Natalia, Natalia and Rhea, and you have her beat her in a minute. Uh, Oscar defeated Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. That was a pretty good match. I'm I'm unsure. I don't like that, and I don't dislike that. Like, I'm not an Asuka fan. I've never been an Asuka fan. But also, I'm not a big Bianca fan, and I'm over Bianca. It's like Bianca's held the title for too long, I've read a lot that they're talking about, uh, which I've heard that they're going to make the Street Profits split forever, but I don't know if that's actually going to happen. But I heard that they're thinking about changing, uh, flipping Bianca and the Street Profits heel. That would be interesting to me. I, like, I don't... I don't know. I don't know what I, how I feel about that. But I think that would be... I think that would be... Some, everyone loves Bianca, though. That's the problem with Bianca. Like, all the little kids love Bianca. So it'd be hard to make her heal. But, uh, but yeah, Asuka beat Bianca. Cheated, of course. Uh, did the old mist on her fingers and wiped it in her eyes. Pinned her. Kicked her in the back of the head. It was a good match, though. But yeah, Asuka, new women's, raw women's champion. Now we get to some more meaty matches. Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. I was unsure how I felt about, I wanted, like I want Cody to win this whole damn thing. Every match, Cody, Cody is so over with everything right now. He's like the biggest star. Him and Seth are like, the, well, Roman, obviously. But he's such a fucking star. And I said the other day, I said, if Cody loses to Brock, you might as well slap the fucking Stardust paint back on him. But I don't know. It, they end up beating the hell out of each other, and Brock ends up getting him in a some arm bar or something like that. and A Kimura, I think it was. It was a Kimura. And Cody never actually tapped out. So they made him look good even though he lost. He passed out. Referee stopped the match. Brock wins. So now you got Cody winning one and Brock winning one. I'm guessing. I don't know if they're going to do that at Money in the Bank. Because if they do a third one at Money in the Bank, that's going to take Cody out of the Money in the Bank match. So um, I don't know. Maybe they don't want Cody to win the Money in the Bank. 
But Cody still looked good, even like not to me. Like to me, it's like bullshit. I thought it was weak. Like every if you're a wrestling fan and you was watching that match, you knew exactly what was going to happen. He was not going to quit. He kept slapping him in that fucking Kimura, and he what you knew he wasn't going to fucking quit. You knew he was going to pass out from the pain, and the referee has stopped the match. You knew it was going to happen, and that's exactly what happened. So I don't know, but then we get the main event Sammy and KO versus Roman and Solo now Sammy comes down he introduced him and KO in Arabic which that was pretty cool the whole Sammy entrance he ha- I don't know what the actual fucking term is for what the Saudis wear but Sammy came all out all dressed up in his gear in his Saudi gear. Like I said, I don't know the term. Sorry. But it was good, man. It was good. Like, and, and Roman, like Roman even had like a smile on his face a couple times. And I don't know if that was just, hey, I just feel good for Sammy. Because that's like the first time Sammy's been able to compete in Saudi Arabia. So, for a while, for a long time. But uh, it was a really good match. At, at the end... We, the bloodline imploding has been teased for so fucking long. And so Jimmy and Jay come down and they interfere. They're both in the ring and they go to super kick. They go to give super kick to Sammy and he ducks and they both super kick solo. Well, Roman catches him. He catches him super kicking solo. And just the the look on his face of, what the fuck? It was crazy. It was good. The, the whole Bloodline story is just cinema. It's so good. So they're in the ring, and Roman's, like, pushing pushing him in the face and, you know, cussing, you know, telling him off well, what, what Roman does every week. And out of nowhere, man, Jimmy Uso super kicks Roman in the face, and it was so fucking good. Like, I'm losing my shit. Like, I'm losing my shit right now. So then Jay's, Jay pulls Jimmy aside. What are you doing? What are you doing? And he says some shit like, I'm doing what you should have did a long time ago. And he super kicked him again. Like at this point, I'm serious. At this point, you know when wrestling fans, you know what I'm talking about. When wrestling is good, I you know it's good. And it was good. I'm screaming. I'm sitting in my chair fucking screaming. Kick him, Jay. Kick him! I'm like screaming at Jey Uso to join his brother and kick Roman. And he never actually does. He never kicks him. But anyway, they get out of the ring and halluva kick, blah, 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 blah. Sammy KO win. But on Friday night, I'm ready for SmackDown. I am ready to see what happens. I mean, I'm guessing it's it's going to end up being Roman and Solo versus the Usos at Money in the Bank. That's what I'm assuming. But at the same time, I don't know. Because Jay never actually kicked him. Which, I mean, they kind of got out of the ring, so he didn't have a lot of time. But I'm very intrigued by this whole story. I'm just, like, eventually I want the bloodline to just go away. Even though I love the bloodline. Because it's going to happen. So just stop fucking with it. Just make it happen. But WWE pay-per-view, the whole thing, it was just really good. Every fucking match ended up being good, other than, like, the Rhea and Natalia match, which that was trash. 
and then the Gunther and Ali. They were both squash matches, but I mean, you know, you wasn't expecting either one of them. But great pay per view. WWE knocked it out of Saudi Arabia. And I've seen uh, uh, a lot of people's like, why do they always do Saudi shows? Why do they do Saudi Arabia shows all the time? I've seen the two month total that they, or the two day total from WrestleMania. They made like $21 million or something like that. The two events they've put on in Saudi Arabia, the last two events they've put on in Saudi Arabia, they made $100 million. That's why they do Saudi Arabia pay-per-views. Simple as that. It's all about the almighty dollar. Now moving on to the next day, Sunday night, AEW. Now, if you listen to our podcast... I actually told Jeffrey on our last episode, we talked a little bit about wrestling and about these pay-per-views that were coming up. And I told, I said it right there. I said, I am not excited about this pay-per-view. So I don't know if I was setting myself up for failure or what. Because I love AEW. I am a AEW mark. I love them. Like, I really like AEW just as much or more than WWE most of the time. But this pay-per-view, the whole card, it just didn't do anything for me. And it 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 was a tale of two halves. Let's just say that. The ha- first half of this pay-per-view, it was awful. I mean, it really was. It started with the uh, Battle Royal 21-man. I think it was 21-man Battle Royal for Orange Cassidy's uh, International Championship. It actually ended up being decent. It was actually pretty good. Like, they had a lot of guys in there. But, I mean, obviously, Battle Royals always have guys that you know aren't going to win. They're just fillers. But it got down to uh, Orange and Swerve Strickland. I really wish... Like, I'm not an Orange Cassidy fan, man. I'm not. And it got down to him and Swerve. And I really would have loved to see him put a title on Swerve Strickland. He's so good. He's such a star. But, of course, Orange kept his belt... But it was a really good battle royal. I'm just so over orange. I wish they would take the title off of him. I don't remember what now, what matches next. I'm just reading this list. Uh, Chris Jericho and Adam Cole in a uh, unsanctioned match. I was excited for this. Like I'm a huge Adam Cole fan, baby, and I love Jericho. Jericho's in his fifties, but he's still a goat. This match was fucking egregious. That means very bad, if you don't know. It was terrible. Sabu, for whatever reason, ECW legend Sabu, was in Adam Cole's corner. and Well, he dove off the top of the ring, and he, he dove off the top onto a table on somebody, like right when it started, and then you never seen them again. So that was cool. But this match was terrible. It was so bad. I don't know why, like... I don't know why they said it was unsanctioned. Like, when you hear unsanctioned, you think, like, some shit's going to go down. And it was terrible. They never did nothing. They hit each other with a kendo stick every now and then. Like, it was an awful match. It was probably one of the worst matches I've ever seen Adam Cole and Jericho participate in. It was just bad. It was terrible. Hated it. Oh, the buy-in. The buy-in, that was actually before the pay-per-view started. They had... uh, uh, the Ass Boys, the Guns, and Adam Page, or not Ethan, not Adam Page, Ethan Page, versus the Hardy Boys and Hook. Uh, that was a fucking train wreck. 
Jeff Hardy fucked up several times. Uh, a lot of people were all, a lot of people. I mean, anytime Jeff fucks up, people's always going to say, "Uh oh, he's on the bottle again." I don't know, but he did not look good. Jeff did not look good. He had several fuck ups in that match. I mean, and I'm not one to say he fucked up. I mean, look at me. I ain't going to fucking be doing half the shit he does. But he's getting paid lots of money to do it. He did. He did not look very good out there. It might be time for the Hardy. I mean, it's been time for the Hardy Boys to go. But now they're just holding on. But that match sucked too. Uh, Christian Cage and Wardlow for the TNT Championship in a ladder match. Um, another one. It, it, the match was okay. Uh, best part of this match definitely, definitely was Wardlow off the top of a big ladder, like a big motherfucking ladder. He did a swanton bomb on Cage through a fucking table. It was cool. It was like Jeff Hardy-ish back in the day. It was really fucking cool. But other than that, that match kind of sucked too. Arn Anderson getting in there fucking biting people's fucking biting, uh, Christian's fucking, uh, actually I don't remember if it was Christian or, uh. Luchasaurus. He bit Luchasaurus's finger or something. It, Arn Anderson looking like a fucking zombie with fucking blood in all of his mouth. Arn, like I get AEW wants to get get these legends in to get some pops, but man, Arn, go away. Just go chill. TBS Championship. Jade Cargill, 59-0 and against Ty Valkyrie for the title. She beats Taya. Everybody knew that was going to happen. So she was 60, you know. And then after the match, boom, she says she wants to issue an open challenge to anybody. And I kind of read rumors that this person was coming back. And boom, then hits the music and Chris Statlander makes her return. She tore her ACL. She's a beast. She's so fucking good. She's like, I like Jade because she looks it but she's not very good yet she's just still not very good she i mean she just needs to go away for a while and keep training but chris statlander finally be she defeated jade cargill after jade beat taya and chris statlander is the new tbs women's champion i like statlander a lot house of black they had an open challenge they ended up uh fighting uh the acclaimed and uh Billy. That was actually it wasn't bad. Um I think Tony the best part of the night was Max Caster's rap when he said something about Buddy uh being cucked by a kid named Dominic. So that was a really good moment. Everyone really popped for that. Who knew Rhea and Dom was over in two companies? But uh that match was okay. I think Tony Khan really fucked up with the, some of these tag team decisions. Like, I know everybody loves FTR, and we're getting to them right after this. But the Acclaimed is so fucking over, and now you had them, the tag team champions, and now they're just now they're just teaming with Billy in trios matches and, and taking L's, and it's just like, God, the Acclaimed was so fucking over, and now you kind of just push them away. I don't necessarily like that. I love the House of Black though. House of Black is they're cool. House of Black's cool. They're all good. They're they're Malachi should be a star. Speaking of FTR, which we just did a minute ago, I just did a minute ago. Uh, FTR versus Jay Lethal and the sixty, I think he's sixty-two year old Jeff Jarrett. Still amazes me. Jeff Jarrett wrestles like he's on there like every week wrestling it like in his sixties. 
It's crazy. He's just he's he's unreal. But FTR, they uh, they keep the titles. Uh, my favorite part of this match was uh, when Aubrey, the referee, got knocked down, and the other referee, the lady ref Aubrey, was coming to the ring, and uh, Jeff Jarrett's wife had a guitar, and she delivered the fucking chair shot to the fucking head of Aubrey. That was honestly my top probably three favorite moments of this pay-per-view. Like, I'm serious. This pay-per-view sucked, man. It really fucking did. It it, it, it was so average. AEW really knocks pay-per-views out of the park, and this one sucked. Like, I was sitting there just waiting all night like, God, well, can we just get to the last couple matches because these suck. Where are we at now? Uh, Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm. Uh, Jamie Hayter reportedly's hurt. She lost. She ended up losing her title pretty fast. Uh, outside interference and some shit, but she ended up losing to losing the title to Tony Storm. And that's what I'm saying. Reportedly, reportedly she's hurt, so she had to drop her title. So that sucks. But hopefully she's back because if they give Jamie Hayter her rematch at Wembley. Jamie Hayter winning the title in Wembley, that would be a pretty fucking big pop. And then we get to the main events. Now, the the four pillars for the AEW World Championship, MJF, Jungle Boy, Darby Allin, and Sammy Guevara. I knew it was going to be a good match because they're all really fucking good. But what I, uh, to me, it's just like, why are you having this? Like, to me, those are, other than MJF, them are all mid-card guys. You knew none of these four guys are going to fucking beat Max for the championship. You knew it wasn't going to happen. But it it, it ended up being a really good match because, once again, they're all really fucking talented. But uh, my favorite part of this match was... uh, when they all four, they all four kind of did a move from their mentors, kind of. MJF hit the Cody Rhodes's crossroad. Uh, Darby hit the Scorpion Death Drop. Sammy Guevara hit the uh, the Code Breaker, and uh, Jungle Boy hit the uh, Kill Switch or Unprettier from Christian, whatever you want to call it. But I, but though that that was a pretty cool moment. I liked all that. They all four hit one of the moves from their mentors. That was cool. But I mean, MJF, you knew he wasn't gonna fucking lose, and he didn't. You know, like I said, these guys are all fucking mid carders, man. Why are they fighting for the championship? And then we get to the main event of the evening, and honestly, that was the match that everyone knew it was gonna be fucking killer. The elite. The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Hangman versus the Blackpool Combat Club, Mox, Danielson, Yuta, Claudio, and you know it was anarchy in the arena. You know it was going to be a fucking bloody mess, and it was. It was exciting as hell, though, man. It was good. They were fighting outside the arena. Fucking Matt Jackson fucking got pile drove in the fucking bed of a truck. I mean, it was good. They got thrown off the fucking stage. The uh, one thing that I did think it was stupid, but it was still kind of cool, was there was an exploding super kick spot, uh, and like out of nowhere, like no, like it didn't, nothing led up to it. Just all of a sudden, he's super Matt Jackson super kicked 
I think it was Mark's. And there's just an explosion out of his fucking foot, which is like, what the fuck just happened? But it was. It was a good. It was a good match. It was entertaining. It had thumbtacks. Thumbtacks. <laughs> thumbtacks. When I watch wrestling, anytime I see people get into thumbtacks, it literally hurts me. I just cannot imagine being thrown into thumbtacks. And at some point in the match, they took. It was actually after the exploding kick, I believe. They took Matt Jackson's boot or, or shoe off and put him in the thumbtacks. I posted a picture. I posted a picture on Facebook the other day if you didn't see it, but yeah, it's Matt Jackson's foot and it's covered. He's they are all over the bottom of his foot, fucking thumbtacks everywhere. But it was a good match, and at the end, I was unsure who they were going to have win. And Don Callis starts to get in the ring, and Don Callis, everybody hates Don Callis, but he's such a good heel. Obviously, like I just said, everybody hates Don Callis. What does that mean? You're a good fucking heel. And, uh, they're, you know, the elite and Kenny and them, they're going to be, they're going to be good guys. So Don Callis gets in the ring and you're wondering what's going to happen. And here comes somebody in a mask. And immediately I knew it wasn't punk. I knew punk wasn't going to come out, but I, it ends up being Takeshita. Takeshita, he's good. He's good. And I'm cool with him joining the Blackpool Combat Club, and I'm cool with them being them being him being with them and Callus because he's a really good fucking wrestler. And now he's got people to talk for him. And let's be honest, as Americans, that's something that drives a lot of us nuts. Is when the and I, like I don't do it too much, but when they can't speak English well, a lot of people shit on them. So now when you put Takeshita with people who can talk for him, give him a mouthpiece like Callus and Brian Danielson and Mox, that's a really good fit for Takeshita. And then after the uh, after the event was over, after the cameras went off, Kenny cut a promo to the crowd. I seen the I seen video of it, and he said he had two one or two friends that's not in AEW to help even the score. So I'm going to say that that's going to be some other New Japan guys that I'm really not familiar with, so I don't really get into it too much. A lot of people said it could be the Good Brothers and all that shit, but I don't think so. They're under contract, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure they just signed a new deal with WWE not too long ago. So I would say more than likely it's going to end up being a couple of New Japan guys. But honestly, other than the Pillars match... And uh, the anarchy in the arena, this pay-per-view sucked. I said the other night, and I took a beating for it, but I wasn't the only one. There was all kinds of people online saying the same thing on Twitter. A lot of people were saying this was the worst pay-per-view that AEW has ever put on, and I absolutely agree. It was terrible. Every time AEW knocks pay-per-views out of the arena, or out of the park, and it was just, just so underwhelming. It was just bad. I didn't like it at all. So I'm hoping that now this one's um the new Saturday show that's getting ready to come out to getting ready to start in like two weeks, two and a half weeks. The new AEW Saturday show collision. Um, I think Punk is pretty much rumored that it's it's a done deal. Punk is gonna be back. Um Andrade. Andrade and Miro both are being teased for that show. 
they've got so much talent on AEW that they don't use. And I'm hoping this other show, this new show brings out some of that because some of these guys just suck. And some of the guys they're just not using well, like, like Jay white switchblade, Jay white. He's a superstar man. Just comes over from new Japan. And now you just got him just in battle Royal, meaningless battle Royals. It's like inject him into a feud with somebody like why? Like I get the storyline, but let's be honest. Christian Cage, Christian Cage doesn't need to be fighting for a championship at this point in his career. Put one of those guys in that match. Chris Jericho. Like I said, I love Jericho. Jericho's a goat, and he still gets one of the biggest reactions. But okay, maybe it's time to have Chris take a little step back and stop headlining him in in some of these pay per views. I don't know, but. There's so many good people that's not getting any spots, and they should. I don't know. Raw last night. Monday Night Raw was pretty decent. Seth and AJ fought the uh, Judgment Day, Damian and Finn. That wasn't bad. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler won the tag team titles, women's tag team titles. Like, wow, surprise. Like, that was a fucking surprise. I think WWE really needs to do away with the women's tag team championships and just give them a secondary championship for each show. Each show's got their own women's champion. Why can't you have the women's U.S. championship and the women's intercontinental championship? Do something. Tag teams Tag teams are stupid in the women's division. They just throw fucking together two women that's actually not a team and just say, okay, you're a tag team now. Shayna Baszler and... Uh, uh, fucking, I can't think of her name. Chelsea Green. Why are them two a tag team? Why? Why? They're they're nothing alike. It's just stupid. It's just like, let's throw them together and make a new tag team. Just do away with it. Just do away with it. Other than that, I don't really remember too much what happened on Raw last night. It wasn't that good. I mean, it was okay, but nothing big. Money in the Bank up next. Shinsuke won his qualifying match last night. For the money in the bank, the Miz won his or the the Miz lost to Ricochet for the money in the bank qualifying match. I said this last night also during the during roll. Uh, I I don't think the Miz has won a fucking match in forever. Like it's unreal. Like I know the Miz is so good and he you know he's being used as one of the older guys to get people over and get younger stars over. But the Miz is still one of the best fucking talents in the business. He's so good in the ring, on the mic, everything. Stop shitting on him and let's give the guy another push before it gets too old. It's like Baron Corbin. You know, Baron Corbin, I hate Baron Corbin, but Baron Corbin's such a good heel and he's so good at what he does. But then you make him lose over and over and over and over and over and over again. And he's, it's just like a fucking comedy act now. How are you going to get this guy relevant again? It just don't make no sense. It's like L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight white hot with the fucking crowd. The press conference in Saudi Arabia. Soon as Triple H starts talking, like it has nothing to do with him. The fucking Saudi fans start chanting L.A. Knight. This guy is so over and yet you've got him fucking in a weird tag team with Rick Boogs one week. And then you have them fucking split up and then you have him fight Rick Boogs the next week but you still have him like doing promos where he's trying to go against the Street Profits 
What does L.A. Knight need to be feuding with the Street Profits for? This guy is, he's so over right now. I just, I don't know. WWE's, it's, they're really hot right now on their pay-per-views and their shows, but then again, they they do some shit. It's like, why are you doing this? But I'm a wrestling fan, and I'm going to watch every fucking week, whether or not somebody asked me the other night on Twitter. They said, why, why are you watching it if you're bitching? Because I was bitching on Twitter about how bad the AEW pay-per-view was. And somebody asked me, they said, why are you watching it? I'm like, what do you mean? That's a silly question. I'm a wrestling fan, and I've been a wrestling fan my whole life. Why would I not watch it? Every show is not good, but you're still going to watch because you're a fucking wrestling fan. You don't have to agree. I don't agree with half the shit they do, but guess what? Fucking, it's Tuesday. Tonight, I'm going to kick on the old NXT and see what's happening. Tomorrow night, AW, worst fucking pay-per-view that they've ever had. Guess what? I'm going to tune in to fucking Dynamite Wednesday night and see what's going on. But, uh, it was, I mean, it was an overall. WWE knocked it out of the park, their pay-per-view. AW was a tale of two shows. The beginning sucked. The last couple matches was really good. Uh, ready to get new feuds started. Hopefully get some more of the guys like Miro and Andrade and CM Punk back into things. Business pick up a little bit. But that's it. Like I said, this was just me. I just wanted to touch base because we're not going to be able to record anything till probably the weekend. And I didn't want to wait over a full week to mention the pay-per-views that happened because, I mean, it was. It was a good weekend of wrestling. And there's a lot of people like to hear about wrestling and talk about wrestling. So I just thought I would jump on here by myself, record something just about wrestling, and watch for us probably Saturday or Sunday, probably early. And we're probably going to try to do that another live episode. So I am out. See you, boys and girls.